This is the La Mafia Lounge, where we explore topics from breathwork to blockchain that we all need to learn more about, so that we can grow our consciousness, connectivity and creativity through love. Maybe for the first time ever, we're all now deeply out of our comfort zones at the same time. Like it or not, this gives us the chance and the responsibility to regenerate ourselves, our work, our families and communities, our realities and even our planet by becoming more human and blazing a new path towards exponential humanity through our connected love for life itself. Love never fails when it's given the chance to perform. Why don't we just make it the starting point of everything we do? The aim of this podcast is to help us all do that with authentic and heartful conversations with La Mafia from all around the world. Thank you for joining us. Get cozy and settle in for a while. Hello, I'm Eda Charmukla and Isabel Peters is accompanying us today. Isabel is an inspirational soul in my life. Not only did she overcome Lyme disease by choosing to follow her body's needs and callings, she has dedicated her life to help people grow in awareness and understand their own power and yes, even heal themselves. Besides being a true believer and contributor of the threefold movement and free flow nation, Isabel is also the owner of Veda Boats, hosting holistic retreats on the beautiful river Nile. All the work she involves should resonate with her heart first and should serve in making the world a more peaceful place for all. If you would like to host an event in her boats and get to taste her magic, you can do so from vida-egypt.com Yes. Hi, Isabel. Hello. From Turkey to Ibiza. Hello to you. Hello to Turkey. How are you? Oh, we're fine. I think it's a wonderful place to be in quarantine in Ibiza with a wonderful weather and especially the spaces that you have. So it's beautiful, isn't it? In Ibiza, how is the weather? Today a little bit less, but we have had beautiful weather. But and we can walk through the mountains, uh, from the mountain towards the beach. So actually, it's uh, it's not that bad here. It's actually. Pretty I good. know. During this time, I'm most jealous of the people who are surrounded by nature and who are not living in the cities, and they can go out and just stream along some greenery and some forest. I think it's a privilege to have that right now. That's true. That's true. Yeah. In in our cities, we can just walk one block, maybe. Maybe not, so it's not too interesting at the end of the day. And especially in cities like Istanbul, where there's a scarcity of nature within the city itself, then it becomes even harder. So I'm happy that you're surrounded with such beauty then. Yeah, because you can withdraw here and you don't even feel really that there is something going out uh, going on outside in the world. We're here in our little bubble. We have our food. We are here with three, four people working. And yes, we know something is out there, but we are so much in our own cocoon that my daily life continues, actually. Yeah, there is not too much change. No, for me, no. no. <laughs> I know, I know. So um, first of all, I want to talk with you about the recent uh, video that you have released, which I truly loved, which I'll be sharing with people. But I also believe it would be nice for them to hear that, you know, how our body works and how can we heal ourselves? Because right now when we are home, 
I'm sure everybody's feeling a little uneasy of being home and facing their fears or dark sides, which are also coming through their bodies, whether they like it or not. So can you just briefly go through that experience of yours? Yes. Uh, so when I, as I already told in my previous video, the experience in total took like 10 years, very intense. But before also, I was already getting sick and I was not really in my, in my strength. So but this, uh, just for the people, we are talking about Lyme disease that you have been through. So yes. they don't know that yet. Okay. I'm sorry. So uh, it was, I think I discovered in, in, in when I was 35 that I was, uh, that I was having Lyme disease through a laboratory in, in Germany. I'm from Belgium originally. And um, they gave me a lot of antibiotics uh, for two, three years and my system completely collapsed. So this meant that during these nine years or 10 years, I was really uh, bedridden, bedridden, nearly bedridden. And I was not really, it was not e easy to go outside for me. I really had to plan it. So actually, when I see how today Corona affects our lives, it's a bit the same thing because people cannot go outside. It's not that because the body doesn't want it now, the earth body doesn't want us to go outside. They also say like, for me, this 10 year period, it took me a very long time because I was, first of all, of course, my body was the, the first years, they treated me with so much medication and with so much uh, uh, therapies. And I didn't listen to my body because I accepted all these therapies, but my body didn't want it actually. So I took a therapy and I got sicker and more sick and more sick. Instead of listening to my body, what we should do today, actually with the earth, listen to the earth and going inside. I was always looking at the outside. So I was, what can I do? Which next therapy can I take? But it doesn't work like that. You have to listen to your body and give it the space to heal. And it's not only like, okay, I'm going to now to bed for four weeks and I'm going to be healed. No, because your body stores so much memories and so much trauma and so much things everybody has in its life because we are living in a collective. We're living in this kind of uh, family with, with your mother, your father, and you take on their energy and it becomes your energy. And in order to heal this kind of uh, uh, distortions in your energy, it takes time, but it also takes a lot of awareness because you cannot do it without awareness. The same now when we are facing this crisis, that we need to have awareness, awareness about, okay, something is going on in the world. How can we help the world to heal? Because the, the world is our mother. It's feeding us. It gives us food. It gives us life. All that. It's everything. So if you can't relate to the healing of the earth, you as a, as a, as a person, you will also not heal because you're interconnected, you know? If you, if you want to heal and be strong, your mother or your, your earth needs to be strong. And in order to do that, you have to listen. You have to listen to the earth and to yourself because the earth is giving you a sign. I cannot go on like this. It's the same with my body said, I cannot go on like this. It has to stop. But I didn't want to listen. I continued, I continued, I continued. And I went completely in destruction of myself. It's the same what we're doing on this moment with the earth. We just, we are in, in, distracting or the earth instead of listening and now she says stop that's what my, with my body she said stop now we are not going to continue like this and you're going to stay home same what happens with the world we're going to stay home what are we going to do now to heal and fix and love the earth more because that's a sign if we don't if we don't respond to this sign something bigger will happen and something bigger will happen the same what happened with my body when I was 29, 27, I was tired. So I would go for the therapy. 
but I wouldn't listen that my body really needed something else. And I would continue and continue and I would exhaust myself. And that's what we are doing now. So we need to change this. Yeah. And besides the earth, I think it's also for us individual bodies that we have because we've been rushing. We were very heavily engaged with life. We were buying stuff, consuming stuff to not even to look into ourselves. We were so busy with life. Now we have to sit down and listen to this little body. What does it need? What doesn't, didn't it resolve when I cannot compensate the missing parts within me? How can I reach my wholeness? How do I perceive my wholeness? You know, I think that's also both earth-wise and also individual-wise an amazing opportunity to do so. I think everything that happens on the outside happens on the inside. So we didn't get, or what in today's life, and of course, after 10 years, I'm so happy I worked on this connection with myself and with the earth. So now I'm not, I'm not struggling here. I'm happy. I talk to the earth. I'm happy. I'm walking. But if you're not connected with yourself, you cannot be connected with the earth. So the earth, actually what's happened there is happening here. So you have to look inside. So that, that's the biggest gift we get, like stay at home and think. And I see all these messages like, oh, I don't like it. It's a gift. Enjoy it. Go inside, read, listen to yourself, listen to your partner, because he can help you probably too with the things you're going through or suffering or which are showing up in your life because they will show up to, to heal. So if you start listening to these things, first of all, you heal. And when you heal, the earth is healing. Because once you heal and you know, I have to go into this deep connection with myself, then you will go with a deep connection with the earth and you will respect her. Like you will respect yourself, like you will love yourself. If you don't love yourself, you cannot love the earth. It starts with you, right? It yes. starts with, how can I really uh, honor this? If I can honor this, I can honor you. I can honor the earth. So this so, was actually... Yeah, your story of honoring yourself actually lead, led you into Egypt and to Veda and maybe honoring others, honoring being alive and collectively building a story so can you talk a little about veda and how that started yes i think uh, um one of the after being sick for so long i uh first of all i would go to doctors and they again to the outside world and they would tell me this is what ha what, ha what what you have to do this is what you have to do and i completely ignored myself at a certain moment in time I went, I went sicker and sicker and sicker and sicker. And then I said, you know what? If every therapy I do makes me more sick, it's better not to do any therapy. So I stopped every therapy. And then I said, okay, uh, what can I do now? Because I was a very active type. So I, said, oh, I have to do something. So I started looking on the internet and I started seeing a lot of videos of Buddha at the gas pump. And I started to understand that um, the, we have an energy field. We can work with our energy. We can work with... Uh, um, our emotional body in order to bring things up and so I started working with my emotional body and I started working with healers and I, I could reflect with them and I could listen like does this this is really resonate with me or are they saying something so after a while I found people with whom I could work and then uh, after doing one year or two years of a lot of healing I said okay now I have to do it myself I have to start to meditate I've to learned to meditate properly to heal my body so I came in contact with an Egyptian uh, meditator and he came to the house and for nine months, in the beginning, I could not meditate for five minutes. At, at, after nine months, I could meditate four or five hours a day. Yes, so now you're was, doing it like that. <laughs> still two hours a day, two to three hours a day to, to 
because the healing is is near is 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 better, but still I have to be careful. So I still do two three times a week. So this guy he comes to me and says, "Yeah, you have to go. You have to come with me to Egypt because uh, on the Nile there are so many healing energies." I go, hmm, you know what? Normally I cannot go on a holiday, but if he's with me, I'm, I can relax myself and my my immunity or my nervous system will will be relaxed when I when he meditates with me. So let's go. So we went to the first time we went to the Nile. Uh, it was also the first time I went really on a holiday with my husband, and uh, it was amazing because I was already working so many years with energy and feeling, energy, understanding, energy. You become more and more sensitive, and once you get on the Nile, you understand. Wow, they call the Nile the, the Kundalini of the Earth because you have a different. You, if you go from the the uh, top to the, the down, you have a different uh, chakras. So every temple is related to a certain chakra. So every temple, if you are, if you want, you can get an activation in every temple related to every chakra you have. So it's actually a beautiful gift. So once we started, we, we had the first uh, experience there. My husband, of course, is the most entrepreneurial person ever met. So he's like, okay, let's buy some boats. Let's organize some, some events for people. And that's what we did. And now we, we host people there. And um, in this now, of course, the earth says stop. But before this, we, you come to the boat and we say stop, listen, go inside, go to the temple. What do you feel? How do you feel? You get connected? Are you happy? Are you sad? Because sadness also has to come out. And then you come to the boat and you have beautiful organic food and the stuff which is really operates from the heart and then we have these healing spaces there so um, I'm actually very very happy there because I, I, I me I think of course we do also for our own company a few retreats there a year so I we I'm there like three four months a year and and it's always a blessing and a gift to be there and honestly it's been a blessing for us too we were you know lucky enough to accompany you this year before all this started actually when there was coronavirus, we were there in Egypt with you. When it started in China, we traveled there to be with you with threefold token. And it was amazing because, you know, you're surrounded with all these technology people who are investing into technology. They should be more logic brain. But through your story, through Veda, they sit together, they meditate and contemplate about the issues of technology and the future technologies through humanity? How can it serve humanity rather than what we are used to in monetary values or, you know, the measurements and all that stuff? Our measurement was mostly how can we contribute to humanity with these tools that we have? And I think being on the Nile and surrounded with your tribe of people, Kundalini teachers, healers, and all kinds of people, it aligns you with the mission. So it was a beautiful experience. I hope majority of the people that I know will get to taste that one day. I hope that too, because actually what we try to, um, with, because we have VEDA, and this, this is the whole, uh, the boats and the whole company, but then when we work VEDA together with uh, threefold free flow, we, what we try to do is to infuse uh, consciousness into technology. So what we try to do is to bring the people together, but through understanding that we need technology to, to change humanity, not to change, but to bring humanity back to where we have to be or how we can be connected with nature. And that's a conscious, uh, that the, the technology is a tool, not an, um, something as such living as a separate entity where we, where we say, oh, okay, we're going to make money or we're going to, to put this in the world. No, it's to help people. For example, the, the, the whole threefold network is to 
uh, one of the things which we try to do is to bring a network first we start in Egypt in order to give online schooling. Why online schooling? Because it's a, it's a, it's a, uh, for one euro a month, you can give kids schooling, a whole schooling program. So it would be a crime not to do it. And that's why we need technology. That's why we need consciousness into technology because technology as such needs to help us to bring more equality on the, on, on the planet and more uh, humanity back to people that they, that they can be educated, that they can understand why, uh, that they can get out of their world to see another world and connect with us and, and that we can be, become one again. Yes, um, the children part and education part is the most necessary thing. And like you said, there are many children who doesn't have any access to good education. And leave aside the ones that who have a good access to good education, they still have the access to an old world system, an old world designed with education. So I'm really curious, after this period that we're going through, what kind of an education system will emerge? And hopefully, because if we want to change the world and if we want to, today there are lots, we are the privileged ones, right? We are in our home safe and sound. There are many unprivileged human beings on the streets who are trying to survive and there are no means to survive because there are no other human beings on the street right now. <clears throat> so it's very hard to design a system for them today, but maybe through education, to an equalized, beautiful education system, their children will not have to go through what they have been through. They will have an asset in their hands, or they might find out why they came to earth with this, you know, thumbprint. What is their contribution they can bring to earth? That's, that's where I'm so excited about the project that you're doing so that they will not get lost within the system. I think one of the things which we try to do with the education system, when we do this with, with, uh, with the technology, is the same with education. Today, we live in a very male society, all about the brain, all about the knowledge. But the heart is also a very important um, place to be in because you also have, even you have brain, uh, cells like a knowledge, like a little memory or little uh, brain in your heart. So we need to bring... I think we are living in a time of balance. So we need to bring balance with the heads and with the, with the heart. So one of the things we try to do with the education system is to bring, of course, the knowledge they need, but also uh, systems where people uh, can relate with their hearts. We do some yoga, we bring some chanting, we bring uh, systems to be back in nature. So people get the knowledge they learn, but apply it on the, on, on the daily life. So it's not something in like, living out there like a technology living out there no it's something which you can bring in your heart and you can work you can see reality differently because only when we get back in balance we can have the earth back in balance this is the so these people who are now today so unfortunate or so uh, going through such a difficult time i hope that once we can bring that or we the world in general can bring them some uh, proper education that they can understand also they are part of the whole it's because we are not aligned and we if we have these accesses if we are in balance everybody has access to education everybody should be should have a, a food on the table everybody should have equal opportunities maybe not the same but equal opportunities yes how they shine after that is their story but equal opportunities is essential and especially if in the schooling system we have meditation and yoga those kind of things I don't think any kid that comes out of system, that system will harm the universe, will harm the earth. They will know within themselves, within their hearts, that they are earth. So they will be more compassionate, much more than what our previous generations have been. 
Exactly, because through meditation, you can connect so much to yourself. And then once you, you, you go into yourself, you can really connect with Mother Earth. And if you do that, you cannot harm her. Why would you harm her if she gives you so much energy, if she gives you so much good things? And if kids learn this from really little on, to relate with the animals, to talk to the animals, to talk to the, uh, the trees, to talk to the flowers, they are part of an ecosystem. Of course, they will not harm it. They will be very angry with the adults that they harm. It's like, mama, no, don't do this. Exactly. So I want to also talk about threefold. I know it's a very technical issue for you and me. We are more <laughs> in the heart and that is more in the brain in that sense for majority of people. But I would like to deduct um, blockchain into an understandable form by two female figures, if you permit. I would love to hear what threefold means to you and what kind of that blockchain technology might offer to people. What is the ease that it will bring to people? So we have a technology company which is called Threefold, and Threefold is uh, creating a decentralized internet. So the way I, uh, I, for me, I understand it is that uh, instead of going everything back to America, every country has its own uh, internet. Um, the, uh, the advantages of, of a, uh, a uh, decentralized internet is it's much more green and it's much more local. So this means that uh, we, uh, all the other people who don't have access to internet, there is a possibility that they uh, get access to internet. I think that today the access to internet is very important for uh, people to give education. Education is a very important part where people can get equality, where people can train themselves and where people can get out of poverty. And the whole uh, threefold goal is to, uh, is to create that. But next to threefold, we created a movement called free flow movement. And this is a movement where we try to bring uh, conscious business leaders together. Why? Because today, what, I, what in my vision, we need balance. So we need another way of doing business. A, business, a, a way of doing business which is in connection with the earth, which is in connection with the people and not in connection with money and in connection with the brain. So free flow tries to bring the people together to, to inspire each other to do it differently, to learn from each other, because that's why we're here on earth, to learn from its, each other how we can create or how we can make a, a company uh, like being able to survive, but also serve humanity. It, it's all about how can I serve you? How can I be in contribution on this moment for the planet? But also, how can I be an entrepreneur? Because it's again the balance. I, I want to serve you, but I also want to be an entrepreneur. So how can we find the middle point? And this is a balancing act. And I think it's where we try to bring people together that we can brainstorm about it, that people can get inspired, that everybody understands like, oh, we really need to change for example, a pyramidal system where you have one boss. No, you have to have a system where people work together, where people uh, are collaborative and that they come with their own ideas instead of listening to one person. Taking, again, the power back, taking your individual power back, but also on the internet taking your power back because today we have, we have given all our power to all these giant companies, but we want to we be individual again. We want to shine because that's why we're here. We need to to take our power back and help others because it's all about helping others and helping the planet. So, and that's what we try to do with the Free Flow Nation. We try to make a, uh, um, an organization where people uh, really can help each other and can help the earth. And it's, 
it's driven by uh, business leaders who came from the old world and want to go into or are already in the new world and want to infuse ideas for inspiring young kids, inspiring students, inspiring uh, people who want to start a business that they, they can do it in a different way. So for Fulco, we can say that it is a collaboration platform where new projects rise among the collaborators to, you know, contribute to the world system to become something else, to become more human, more regenerative, basically. Exactly. And in the, within this community, our hope is that new systems arise because we need new systems. We need a new system with an internet. We need a new system with uh, education. We need new systems in, in the whole a community because the old systems as we see them today are not working mm -hmm. there is no compassion no heart energy so we need to put the old system in a new code or we just completely have to let them go and create something else and to be a platform where people can do this but really it's not about talking it's about action because there is no time to talk it's like really in this today in we are in lockdown but the the, the, the whole company is working 24 hours to bring something out for the world for the, to, to, to inspire other people to do the same thing. And that's the same with free flow. Free flow is like, come on, let's act and do something. Because exactly. it's And it's not an individual show anymore. Like, you know, in the old times, there was the company's builder and everybody listened to it. So today, and especially if we're gonna, now I'm not gonna use change, but if we're gonna shift the terms of doing business or everything that we do, it's going to be a collaborative effort. It's going to be a decision-making on a round circle, not from top down, but everybody's equal and contributing to the issue. So and I think in this, this platform is so important that people work on themselves, like self-healing, what we are now experiencing. Why? Because the only way to change the system is that you see the things differently. You, I cannot tell you to see the things differently. Only you can see the things differently if you work on yourself, if you raise your consciousness, if you meditate, if you sometimes do healing, if you read books, if you eat properly, if you all take these systems together, which we, we are all doing in this community, if you really listen to your heart, you understand that, oh my God, this, this, this cannot go on. And the only way to change this whole flow of systems is if you infuse consciousness in it. And if you really let the people grow, because it's about growing, it's about I grow, I grow, you grow, we grow together. And it's not one person, it's together now. We, we need to do things together. The time for one person deciding everything is gone. It doesn't exist anymore for me. And for that, actually, maybe we can make a call out to people from here because we need diversity. If we are all like-minded people, if we are all healers talking about this, we're just going to be keeping on talking. So we exactly. need people who are actively within the fields, who are raising their consciousness and want to contribute through a collaborative platform Free Flow Nation is one of those where they can come and voice and contribute together with the other participants. Exactly. Am I correct? 100% correct because we have a few business leaders who really are doing it different. So it's really like, let us help you as you can help us because if someone comes in the platform, of course, we, we create the power of, of, of the community grows, but the power of us grows because we create together. So And then we can infuse some 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 help what we experience and they can come with young people and they can do it completely different. And then it's happening, right? It's today happening. So it's only now to grow it more and more because it's there. We are doing it. We are doing the, the, the whole business. We are doing the, the, the Veda trips, which are desi designated for free flow and the, the things which come out, you experience, it's magic. 
it's really magic because you start to see how you can collaborate and you start to understand, oh, you know what, you can, I can help you with this and you can help me with this. And you create a community, a virtual community or an, even a real community when you live together. So yes, I'm, I'm looking forward to that part of the story in the future in our lives where we all live together. I need to come all to here. <laughs> but the beauty about the Vega was for me that, you know, we're talking about blockchain and technology, but we're surrounded by healers, by music medicine and all those people generally would not have any idea or any kind of um, place to talk about technology. They're all intrigued. They're all excited. To be a part of this and contribute to this because they can understand it more from their hearts rather than from their logic they know that this is something for good this is something that they can contribute to with their tools they have in hand and i think it's so important that the different communities work together because we are talking now because your community is an essential part in our community and our community is a part for your community because we are all creating together not one community against the other no we're all creating together so we need we, all the communities are for me everything is open for everybody that's what I, I i would love to invite everybody who really feels the call to do this to to come with you to come to us to to really create together and think okay there is only one focus on the moment the earth we need to help the earth and we need to help ourselves we need to grow in and we need to help the earth to regenerate again but that's regenerating myself because your, your consciousness cannot go up if you, you're stuck in a certain place or in a certain ego, you cannot grow. So you, you have to grow. And that's why we are all together to grow. This is the, actually on this moment, what's happening with Corona, what's happening with the world, it's the only thing which is important on this moment. That's why I'm, thank you very much for talking in this interview. I would love, I always love talking with you. And since we wanted to chat, I said, why not podcast? We're going to talk about the same issues anyway. <laughs> Let's have something, you know, solid in our hands so people can also hear because these are valuable arguments. It's not even an argument, valuable contemplation. And I would, I would like people to be a part of it. That's why we are having this conversation today. And so we're a little by coming to our end. Is there anything significant you want to say before we say goodbye? Is there any point you want to clarify more deeper? I think one of the things which I learned in my healing process is that... Uh, the more you work on yourself and uh, the more you go into meditation, the more you do yoga, the more, the more you want to go to healers who can help you, the more happy you become. And that's, you don't do it for someone else, you do it for yourself. Your anger, I sometimes got angry. Some, now it's a little bit, sometimes a little bit, but not so much anymore. That's wonderful when you can share love, which becomes more and more unconditional. Because I'm not in the place yet where I can say I, I can share unconditional love all the time. Because I'm not there yet. But it's it's my aim to get there. Because the the the, the energy streams from your heart. I, I'm super sensitive, so I feel it. It can be so beautiful. It can be so overwhelming. It makes you happy in a second, yeah. without anything else. And that feeling, I hope everybody can experience it. But it needs time and it needs work. You know, you don't have a nice meal if you didn't prepare it. Mm -hmm. You don't have a garden if you don't work in your garden. Same with yourself. You, you, your beautiful feelings come when you really take out the, re the rest or try to understand the rest. And then life is so much more beautiful and so much more flowing. And I wish it for everybody, actually. 
Yes. And since you're doing two hours of meditations, maybe not two, we can ask people kindly to do at least uh, 15 minutes of meditation just to give space to hear, to heal, to sense the energies that is happening within their bodies. Like your story, they all, we all have the power to heal ourselves, to heal the people around us and to heal this planet. Exactly. So exactly. may we all use this time efficiently, beautifully to dive in and come out beautifully to contribute. Exactly. Thank, Thank you, you Isabel. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.